Day Planet Earth, Michael Litton, the last DJ on Ride the Vibe, over the almost full moon, uh, totally stoked and fired up to have Moses Mo in the studio here with the real cool band. The real cool band. Moses, thank you so much to, for bringing some funk and soul and, and R&B and rock and roll well, to the vibe. Thank you for having us, man. We do, sure do appreciate it. Oh, my gosh. It's, I'm just so thrilled. Been looking forward to this uh to kick off the roaring, the new roaring twenties. The roaring twenties. <laughs> we have a we have a handle for our yeah exactly. Our new time now. That's a- great. Absolutely, and for uh, your fans that are legion and worldwide, the way we roll this show, it's a CD listening party. So we encourage listeners of this podcast to sit back in the comfort of an environment of their choosing, whether it's you know a living room or a float or their car or wherever it might be. And have a beverage of their choice. <laughs> and here in the uh, studio, thanks to my good friend uh, Keith Lofton at the Wine Store, which is a sponsor <laughs> of ours, we're featuring some Fireball. <laughs> featuring Fireball tonight. <laughs> which uh, Tara Moore, uh, Moses' lovely wife of almost 40 years, suggested that was uh, something that you would enjoy. So we've oh, got yeah, some of that. Oh, yeah, great. And she has to drive home, so I get hers. It's a <laughs> It's a perfect thing. And I've never tasted it, so I'm going to cheers to you and have a little Okay, uh, watch his face. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's good. That's really good. It's, well, it's a fun drink. Yeah, it is good. And as you said, doesn't uh, hopefully it won't compromise me too much. <laughs> no, you'll be fine. <laughs> during the course of the conversation. Well, again, can't uh, thank Keith Lofton and the wine store uh, enough for... Uh, you know, being such a generous sponsor yeah, for thanks, us. thanks, Keith. And uh, to you for coming in. So, again, we encourage folks to have a beverage, sit back, and we're going to play uh, f- about four or five of your songs. Not in their entirety, because we want people to go out and however they get <laughs> music these days to try to support artists, because it's tough to make a living these days. Yeah, it's hard to get the word out. That's the thing. The, yeah. the, the game board has changed so much in yeah. the in the last 10 years um everybody's trying to adapt digital into yeah. their life you know right. they're getting rid of analog and yeah and uh, the radio station so many things are gone that we used to swear by and yeah. love so much and then we have to find new things to love yeah and new ways to do things and uh you don't see that anyplace else more than with the band that's trying to get together yeah, because record companies don't exist anymore no, right you know, and, uh, you you have to figure out whatever network we can. So I really do appreciate you well, having us here today. For me, it's all about the music and promoting musicians and getting people to, however they're going to get the music, download, buy, whatever they need to do to support the musicians and then go out and see you live. Because as Neil Young said so uh, brilliantly and succinctly, live music is better. And for sure that applies to you and the real cool band. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's bound to that if you really actually play. Yeah. 
that's almost a lost art, you know, because yeah. every anybody can get together and put something digital, make yeah. it have a beat for three minutes and, and throw it around and stuff. They don't have to be musicians, really. Yeah. But, I mean, the ones that are really thinking about it and trying to make a band and keep it together, and that's a, a very large pain in the butt. <laughs> Uh, and to be able to do it, you know, you yeah. have to be able to persevere and, yeah. and through all those hardships, you know, to make it actually happen. And when it does happen, it's such a beautiful thing because it's real. Yeah. And uh, uh, and it's it's just awesome, man, because it's almost a lost art. It really is. I mean, you it's know? crazy to think about that. So tell, you know, t talking about that, talk about the real cool band and how that came about, who's, who the members are, and, you know, really just... The, the the genesis of that uh, project that you're involved in now. Well, it's because I mean, uh, in the other band I'm in, Mother's Finest, yep. uh, we're having our 50th anniversary this year. It's 2020. That's crazy. And so all year we're going to be celebrating. All the year because going to be saying 50 years they've been around. Yeah. How about that? That's cr you know, <laughs> and I don't I say this very lovingly, but you're an anomaly. I mean, 50 years, you're alive. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, and to stay in the same band. And you're in the years. same band yeah, and married bands, to the same woman. Bands traditionally last five or six right. years. I mean, then they dissolve yeah. and, and they're a memory. And so I remember that band, they were around, they were great yeah. for a couple of years. And, but, uh, you know, it's been a great time. We just saw, um, we just played with ZZ Top over in Germany. Wow. And they're, they're doing the same thing. Their yeah. 50th anniversary, I think, was 2019. Wow. And uh, it, it was awesome because it's the same thing. They've been at it the whole time. Yeah. And then Billy Gibbons said, you know, oh, man, this is this is great. Glad to be above ground. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You is know, his beard, <laughs> has, has he grown it as long as 50 years? Or? Oh, yeah, he hadn't, he hadn't cut it forever. He, he says he's afraid to see what's under it. <laughs> That's too funny. But they, well, they've got such a great attitude, yeah. and him especially. He's yeah. such a great guitar player. As Clapton has said about him when he was, uh, you know, talking about why he didn't have him at some of the early Crossroads festivals. He goes, I can't believe, you know, I was remiss. And then he added Crossroads Festival in Texas, and he went, I got to have Billy Gibbons, because he's a musicologist. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. such a student of... He is, he is, music. he knows. He's uh, he's he's directed, man. I mean, Billy is a tunesmith. Yeah. And he realizes what people want from a band are great tunes yeah. and great offerings and, and, and visual pictures, you know, through words. Uh, oh, and he gives that to you so well. Yeah. Cheap sunglasses. I know. And, <laughs> a lot. I mean, this is stuff you just love to say yeah. when they do. It makes you light up and you smile. Yeah. And, and uh, God bless Billy Gibbons, yeah. Billy F. Gibbons. And I wonder if the F. <laughs> and we'll talk about what the F might stand for or did stand for originally. So I want to I want to work backwards a little bit and we'll pick up uh, in the second half of the show and really dive into Mother's Finest. Sure. Because that's, you know, you're, you're so iconic for that. But talk about this new project a little bit and how that came about. And, you know, because it's really a... a, a creative uh, palette for you to to paint from now well it's it is yeah and that's that i was starting to tell you we kind of got from a tangent but uh, after being in mothers for 50 years yeah. i was the guitar player in mother's finest yeah and uh the infamous uh, red guitar that matches your sun uh, your glasses <laughs> that you're sporting well, yeah. and uh, we try to everybody tries to contribute and yeah. tries to have songwriting ideas try to write for the people that surround you right but i mean all the time you're doing that there's things that come up that are right for you yeah uh, that you want to keep and someday see done. And uh, that's what they brought this about. I had enough songs that I I don't really sing in Mother's Finest. Yeah. But uh, in my own band, I can sing, I yeah. can write, I can call my own shots. Yeah. And, uh, and it's uh, with all the influences that I've had over the years, you know, that's what comes out. It's still funk rock to yeah. me, and that's what we always called it in Mother's. Right. You have, a, you have such a rich 
history though, with, as you said, with 50 years and your role in Mothers was, you know, again, as the, the brilliant guitarist, but really taking kind of a backseat to the other two leads that, you know, drove Well, yeah, that. and in Mothers is, uh, we kind of spread it out. Everybody was a star, so everybody yeah. had a personality, and that's what we pushed out there, the band, you know, and uh, uh, like Sly and a Family Stone. Yes. There's yes. a few examples. ZZ Top, same thing, Frank yeah. Beard and, you know, Dusty Hill, those guys, each one of them has a personality, and... Uh, I, th I just think people love that. They yeah. they don't, you know, want to just see one person out there that shines. I mean, they they get enough of that yeah, probably. right. And it's nice to see it when... Uh, it's when, a blend. Yeah, when somebody, you can see the other personalities that it takes to make the music and how it comes together. It's a intricate process and very interesting. Well, know? I think we ought to hear a real cool band song. Crank it up. I think so. And I think Rock Me Maybe. Rock me, maybe. It's a good way to kick it off. Waheed, what do you think if we could play a little bit? Again, we're not playing in its entirety because we want you to go out and buy that, y'all, or download it or however. Just give the artist some money, man. Give them, show them some love. <laughs> Waheed, what do you think? A little rock me, maybe? Ride the Vibe, Michael Litton, the last DJ. Just, uh, I love that song, Rock Me Maybe. That's uh, the real cool band, Moses Moe. And we just had, uh, just uh, joining us in this uh, studio, Poison E.V. Johnson. That's it. Welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Oh Thank my you gosh. so much. Such a treat. And you are the most 
a recently added member of the Real Cool Band. That's right. But you fit right in because you're uh, you dove right into that fireball. She loves fireball. <laughs> I'm trying to catch <laughs> up. Say, she's in. <laughs> thank I'm you. To catch up. Thank you, the for wine sure. store and thank Keith you. Lofton for uh, and and so uh, thank you for having. Uh, uh, us, it's a CD listing party format here, so we're going to play some of the songs, not Perfect. in their entirety, and then we're just going to chat about them. I love it. So we were just talking about the Our form. favorite subject. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so talking about the real cool band and wanted to flush out a little bit more about how you guys got together and how you just got recently added, and I'll let either one of you jump in with that. Yeah, well, I mean, we've been going now for about a year and a half, I guess, two years, yeah. something and uh, it's it's really proven to be a really cool thing. It is yeah. a cool band. Yeah. yeah. And that's how we got the name, too, because we were thinking, everybody asked, what are you doing, man? So we got a really cool band. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I, I love it. Well, what are you going to call it? I yeah. don't know, but it sure is cool. <laughs> there's, there's the name. There it is. I love that. Yeah. And now you heard the rest of the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just followed him around for years and watched him from the crowd, oh, you know, you and then okay. I met Mother's Finest finally like 20 years ago or something, and, yeah. and I helped him with their merch. and yeah. And it just, I just... Of which I got one. I, Moses yeah. was kind hey, enough to provide awesome. a, a t-shirt yeah. of uh, yeah. Moses, Mo, and the Real Cool Band. Yeah. So thank you guys so much. Yeah, and I thought I was just hanging out, you know, until, you know, all of a sudden... Yeah. I had to get to work. Yeah, she would stand <laughs> up good. close to the stage and shake a tambourine yeah. and, like, and have I, a vibe. I'm like, yes. can I play? Can I play? Can I play? Oh, yeah, yeah it's a beautiful that. thing to have yes. a vibe. Yeah. To have yeah. a vibe. She was so Positive. into it. You know, and you could tell people are up there and want to get close to the stage. And yeah. some people are like, you know, look around, look at me. She was up there like checking out the band, listening to every note and checking it out and seeing how it went and yeah. what people were doing. And, and she was already trying to figure it out. And it's just a lovely thing to have around you. That's, I, uh, I think that's what you need to be, a, be like that to each other yeah. so that you can be a creative, you know. I was a fan first, totally. I was. A, I mean, I love the uniqueness of the music. Everything, the yeah. way you've put it together, is awesome. It's. Uh, I'm so blessed to be a part of it. Well, I've just met you like two two minutes ago, but I can already see the bright light. I mean, oh, you, you, you radiate Thank you so much. That aura, that and uh, Tara said that. Tara <laughs> said, "Wow, she's going to bring you." Yeah. Oh, thanks, y'all. Create the entertainment. That's my job. I love it. <laughs> so we're going to take a short break to support one of our sponsors that's near and dear to my heart. That's uh, DRS Atlanta, the beautiful studio living room uh, like setting that we're here uh, broadcasting this podcast in Wahid Gomes, the proprietor. So for all you aspiring musicians or established musicians that are looking for a comfortable place to, uh, you know, to cut your chops, uh, come to DRS Atlanta. And we'll be right back. And we're going to talk more to uh, the Moses Moe and the Real Cool Band and Easy Johnson. Yeah. Hey. Nice. DRS provides professional audio mixing and mastering services. They also provide other creative services such as voiceover editing, audio restoration, and audio forensics. They have great customer service, their work is fast and efficient, and their prices are affordable. You can learn more about their creative services by visiting them on the web at drsatl.com. Again, that's drsatl.com. Or call them at 404-590-0779. Again, that's 404-590-0779. DRS, when the right sound matters. We are back on Ride the Bob Michael and just over the almost yeah. full moon, stoked to have Moses Moe and the Real Cool Band. Well, part of the Real Cool Band, uh, EZ Johnson in the house. And I, got, I have to ask you, uh, Moses, the one of the last lines, if not the last line in that so, uh, song, 
uh, Rock Me Maybe, <laughs> there's a reference yeah. to an iconic uh, company here in <laughs> in Atlanta. And I wondered, did you get any money from them? <laughs> that no, would be... Uh, nobody it, gives us money. No. <laughs> and because of that, we just say whatever we want, whatever exactly. we want. And Good we don't point, ask Mike. anybody's Well, Coca-Cola, you should give uh, the real cool bands some money. because well, I give do, you a, yeah. If, I take back that screw them if, if you want to bring, bring some money. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's okay. We're, we they, are receptive. They ought to, uh, they the ought to use thing. that as yes. uh, some of their... The real that hit thing, me. I'm a know? marketing guy, and it, it just, just came like to me. Real, real, real thing. Yeah, right, exactly. Real cool man, real thing. I thought it was fantastic. Will's going to kill me on that, too, because that last line is me. Uh, and uh, and Will is like his rap. He's heading up his rap, and we're going chong chong chong. Rapper, rapper, rapper. And he hey. got to the last line, and we must have spent a week trying to figure what the last line should be to be really special. Yeah, and that and, was it. And, well, I don't know. We were putting in ideas and this and that. We go, yeah, that's good. No, it's not quite good. Yeah. And, and the last thing we did, and I sent it off, and I don't think he caught it. Yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> but it's just like Coke is the real thing. Hey, send it off. It's done. Well, I, it, <laughs> I picked it up yes, <laughs> as a, nice. as a well, sales so marketing guy. We never, I know, that's pretty good because we don't hear that a lot. So Coca-Cola executives, go cool. give Moses <laughs> some money, get him to play at one of your nice. events, yeah. uh, you know, and maybe use it in one of your commercials. That's hey, right. sink it. Let's go. <laughs> so uh, talk about the making of uh, Drive In, the latest release from the Real Cool Band. Well, I mean, uh, it, we started out, we just liked the theme. You're looking for a... a, a thing to kind of put onto the music. You have yeah. a collection of maybe 10 songs. And might I say, too, that the idea of an album is pretty an old idea. Right. I know. Uh, these days, you don't really make albums, and we may not even make any more. I think what we might try to do is put out a single at a time. Because no one's buying them that way anymore, right. Yeah, well, you, yeah, the kids got their iPhone. And, and they're all the getting one song here. Cents, yeah, and you got right. the best song. It was a blast creating it, though, with, with uh -huh. you. It was a blast creating it with you. Yeah. Was, Thank you, Steve Jobs, for exactly. the late, great it Steve Jobs awesome. for that uh, 99 cents model. <laughs> I mean, the concept came around, and the artwork came around, and then there were the songs. It was just, it's beautiful. Yeah, well, it's great. Yeah. I mean, the thing about it is, ideas, there's no shortage of ideas for anybody. Yeah. I mean, to me, there's like a movie screen inside everybody's head. Right. And they have a million ideas that go past all the time. And and it's beautiful. And you can observe them and you can absorb them because you're right there doing them all. But yeah. when you want to pluck one of those ideas and out and try to develop it into something that's art, that's the hard part. Right. You know, it's like right. uh, Edison, I think, said 1% inspiration, 99% yeah. perspiration. perspiration. He is right. quoting Thomas Edison right I know, now. I like that. I feel that. good about that. Yeah. <laughs> that is something I, I got to write that down real I quick. I know. Write that down. Yeah. That's very Well, cool. it is because, you know, Beautiful. knowing that ideas are everywhere, you know, it's just what you feel like on a certain day and that makes you pick a certain idea that makes it end up in a song and then you spend the time and develop it. Uh, that's all part of the process, too. Well, you, you were on the same wavelength because in the run-up to the show and my, doing my research, I pulled this quote out. Every opportunity to tell a story using the characters and lessons of life combined with the gift of music and the artistic expression is what drives my day. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's your quote? No, Moses Moe. Oh, okay, that's what he said. Wow, <laughs> yeah. that is beautiful. Yeah. So it ties in exactly to what you're just talking about, Moses. Nice. No, well, I believe that. I mean, and Evie does too. She's yeah. the same place. Oh, totally. We have a band of people that are that are looking. They're, everybody's, you know, wipe the sweat off your brow and yeah. try to decide mm -hmm. what a good melody is and what a good totally. lyric is yeah. and what would make a good song and what would relate to people, what would people mm -hmm. really like. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean... Uh, 
we still don't listen to the radio much. No. Because, uh, uh, and I think that's a good thing. You know, yeah, we just kind of yeah. playing the same yeah, songs. Yeah, that music over is driving over. itself. I mean, when it yeah. comes out, it, it forms into our thing, you know, yeah. which is pretty cool. Well, it does. I think everybody has enough influences. The, yeah. You know, they've been through a whole life of hearing all the songs that you heard while you're growing up. Right. And we're old as shit now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was about to say, we do have an advantage. We're a little older. We're, so we're, we're, you know. we're wiser, I and, like yes, to say. Yes, yeah, We'll like all that. be dead soon. Yeah. So, I mean, time is of the essence. <laughs> you know, and, and the thing about it is, though, when you have that much influence, you know, and that much stuff, you know, you're way more than uh, capable of, of forming your own ideas yeah. and then seeing what the bank is and what you're trying to add to, you yeah. know? So it becomes uh, a bank. really worthwhile uh, uh, occupation. Occupation, I exactly. Well, I think we ought to hear another song. Come oh, on. Off yes. of driving. I think we yes. ought to hear Round and Round. Oh, come on. Round and That's around, awesome. excuse me, and <laughs> around. Right. Yeah. Okay, okay, Don't I leave see. the A out. That's that fireball already <laughs> kicking in. Hey. <laughs> and again, y'all, we're not playing this in its entirety because we want you to go out, however you go spend your money to download or... Oh, yeah. or I like please go out and check it out. I mean, yeah. what we're trying to do right now is we're networking. That's why we come to Mike's place here yeah. and we're talking to everybody that we can. We have to get the word out. Yeah. Um, we have a good band. We're trying real hard and yeah. there's anything that's like a garage band. We sit in our living we're a living room band. It's unique, though. I love Nobody's it. doing what we do. I don't. I mean, you don't just go anywhere and hear that. Well, not many people. I tell you, you what, know. the band art, you know, is uh, it's tapering off. I don't know. It, maybe it'll pick back up again, but uh, it's too easy to go get a synthesizer mm -hmm. set in your bedroom alone and. And and that's one thing I don't like so much about the digital world is is they give make everybody separate. Yeah. You know, instead of radio, you were connected. I mean, yeah. five o'clock roll around, say, I'll be the one that tells you it's five o'clock. Yeah. And everybody Peter laugh Wolf about doing it. the late night shows out of Boston. That's right. Jim you know? Ladd out of LA. Well, yeah. let's hear a little round and around and then round come back and, and uh, talk a little bit more about this uh, fascinating conversation about the whole state of music in awesome. uh, 2020. Yeah, the roaring 20s.
love that song. Michael Litton, the last DJ here on Ride the Vibe, playing what he wants to play and saying what he wants to say. Thanks. A uh, big shout out to the late, great Tom Petty. So right before the song, we were we, I shared a quote, a Moses quote. And I've got another one I want to have uh, Moses uh, weigh in on. <laughs> what I bring to the stage or the studio is the rhythm in big, bold capital letters. It's the only thing that matters to me. It has always been about the rhythm. Yeah. yeah. Talk about that. True. That. That's talk, true. That sounds like something you I made me say. believe yeah. it. I mean, you made me believe that you didn't even know. I mean, you. Yeah. You know, you project the rhythm; it comes out, and it's it's true. Well, Tried and so, true. It's the one thing that connects all of us. Yeah. You can go. I went to. Uh, you know where I really saw this happen, uh, and, and many times before I really realized it. But I went to a ACDC show at the Fox. And the place was packed, and they came out with those big giant belt. And then, you know, and as the beats start picking up, everybody's going, Yeah, oh, and they were building this, this big thing till they finally came with it. And, you know, five, six thousand people are all collectively. They were, they didn't miss a beat. They were all together. Yes. There was not a few of them flaking out. They all knew the beat and knew it was happening, the anticipated. No one was sucking. There. That's right. <laughs> not a person not, in there. Not one. <laughs> I love that. Not one. So, but it was great. That's rhythm, man. And rhythm yeah. can do that to you. And it's, it's, got, it's so it's, wonderful yeah. to see it happen. Yeah. It's like, make sure you're a slave. Totally. So where does a boy from Dayton, Ohio get rhythm? Where does that come from? Most I got rhythm. I mean, your dad's a your dad's a, a bluegrass guy, Kentucky bluegrass. Yeah, he was. Um, he played stand up bass, and then back in Ohio, they had okay. these little radio stations that you have your band, and they go in there and wear, and they'd still dress up for the radio yeah. shows. Yeah, yeah. But they had the white shirts, you know, and a little French hanging down, and sparkly stuff on them, like Porter Wagner or something. To you know? get yeah. in the mindset. Nice. Yeah, to you know, to be country western. Right, right. And he would go out and play a stand up bass, and you know the. Uh, it was just a good time, yeah. you know, and he loved it. And So uh, he was your mentor? Well, I guess so. Uh, no, he, he, he was a butthole sometimes. Oh, but, <laughs> but, I mean, uh, we had enough times when I was a little kid. He had yeah. the band set up at my grandma's house. Yeah. You saw something you liked. Well, I did. <laughs> totally. I did. I walked through and saw one of the big old silver Elvis-looking microphones. You remember oh, that? Oh, yeah, uh, totally. It was up on a stand, and I was like four years old. I couldn't even reach it. And it See? Was, but you knew there you wanted it is, that. And there it is. <laughs> I did. Awesome. I know. I saw that, and I said, well, you mean you can actually set up, and people can play at the same time and be focused, and, you know, it's a complicated thing. But was thing. his bass, I mean, did that, because you heard that growing up so much, did that Well, I didn't hear it so much. I, I, in fact, it was like almost over by the time I was old enough to, to be done, but I knew that he did did it okay and i had to go back and look into the archives and as a matter of fact just the other day i talked to my cousin um who said that he had the only recording of my father and my uncle and my grandfather oh my playing together wow. my grandfather played banjo wow. and you wow. got a copy of that then i haven't yet but uh, i'm hoping to oh, he says the only thing only recorded so music my father there is to listen to i've never heard him play wow. other than that interesting and uh, so i'm waiting on that to happen so right before break, who who were y'all's who who were your mentors or who did you emulate? I mean, you're in Dayton, Ohio. There's not really yeah, you know, I grew up other... on rock, hard rock in South Georgia and dirt roads and hard rock. That's okay. how when I grew up on. But you know, even I, what I, part of South what, Georgia, like uh, South Southwest America? Georgia, um, almost near Dothan, Alabama. Okay. So South Allman Brothers Albany, influence. Allman Brothers, Skinner, AZDC, yeah. of course. Uh, you know, all all the ZZ Top. Yeah, all that. But um, yeah. But well, when I got to Atlanta, it went 
Different yeah, yeah, I love live music, so yeah. I, I I listen to anything. Poison. If she's not shy about putting some leather on and putting her foot up on the monitor and shaking the tambourine yeah. and looking at you like you know, scare the children, hide the children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And how about you, Moses? How about, uh, you know, in Dayton? Who were you Same listening thing. to? Same thing. I mean, in Dayton, we uh -huh. had a pretty funky cut. I mean, the Ohio players oh, were from yes. uh, Dayton or close to it or uh, something right time. around there. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I mean, heard them all the time okay. growing up. Uh, okay. They were close. I, I remember when I was uh, 15 yeah. years old, I, I went to Cincinnati, which is 40 miles sure. down the road, sure. and saw the James Gang. Oh, boy. Oh, man. With Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh, yes. man. He was playing some nice. stuff that was Awesome! It yeah. was just so cool, you know. And I was, I was being influenced up the butt. Now, when uh, you know, because you're pretty close to Detroit, did George Clinton in Parliament? Did that, you know, a little you bit? I mean, they were there and they knew about him, you know. But I mean, in in Dayton, we got more Frank Zappa. Okay. Kind of, if you were underground and, yeah. and the weird music. Brilliant like guitarist. I mean, mm -hmm. way underrated, oh, I think. Way. Oh, he was totally great. And he, uh, he was soulful, too. He added yeah. members, according to what members were in his band yeah. at the time. He was like a band leader. Very and, uh, and, uh, um, disciplinarian, as I understand it. Very, yeah, but at the same time, he would that would just clear the way so that these musicians could play what they wanted to play. Yeah, uh, He would make sure that you were there on time and you weren't yeah. drunk. Don't you know, in a video, yeah. do all Because I, I understand <laughs> it, he didn't do any drugs. He was like... No, he did coffee. A much like Ted uh, Nugent, the same kind of thing. No, just, uh, no... Yeah, but it's way different, though. Yeah, yeah, well, as far as the no drugs and <laughs> drinking part. The Nuge. Yeah. He's a trip. So we're going to take a short break to support a sponsor that's near and dear to my heart, Foundation for Premature Infants. And then we're going to come back. I mean, this first half hour has just flown by. But uh, Foundation for Premature Infants is gracious enough to sponsor the show to the point where we won't have to take another break for the next half hour. So nice. you all stay with us. Just a short break, and then we're going to be right back. Moses Mo, Evie Johnson, and the real cool band. Yeah. The number of premature infants born in the United States each year, 380,000. That's 9.8% of the total births in the U.S. The Foundation for Premature Infants' mission is to advocate for the right of all premature infants to be cared for in a developmentally supportive and age-appropriate manner. Our vision is to ensure that Premature Infants' Bill of Rights is the standard of care for all babies born prematurely 24 hours per day, 365 days per year on all shifts in every neonatal intensive care unit throughout the world. Please consider making a donation by visiting us on Facebook, Foundation for Premature Infants, or at our website, foundationforprematureinfants.org. You are back on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ, playing what he wants to play, saying what he wants to say, and in this case, playing music from the real cool band right out yeah. of here in ATL. The ATL. Uh, we'll start running. With yeah. the last DJ. By the <laughs> way, the last DJ, yeah. are you really the last DJ? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> At least that's the way I'm Let, billing. Why don't we ask you a few questions? That's the way I'm billing myself. Oh, no, no, no. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> Dang. No, nice try, oh, though, Evie. Yeah, oh, good job, though. I thought close. it was a great, great day for your show. Because, I mean, it really tells what's going on. I mean, yeah. And the DJs kind of got uh, gone. Um, cut. You know, I, I talked to Katie Kylie not too long ago, and she's working over at 97, yeah. the river. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, river. Uh, you know, they're playing Led Zeppelin and stuff just like 96 Rock was 20 yeah. years ago. No, it's same, but, but their playlists are probably like, what, five Well, it is, songs. you know, but now it's like Sony owns everything, you know, right. so it's corporate, and uh, and you can't, if you're an original band, you know, that's a, the, that's just a dirty word, you know. Well, one of the, one of the books that I really enjoyed reading was FM, Radio Waves by Jim Ladd 
who was a brilliant DJ out of uh, WKLS in Los Angeles. And as I understand the story, he was one of the individuals that Tom Petty was referencing when he wrote the lyrics to The Last DJ. Because Tom was bemoaning the fact that, you know, you couldn't get played on the air anymore and FM was dying. Oh, yeah, he called it. So for sure. he was ahead of his time in that regard. Love him. Well, that's yeah. okay though. I mean, I don't, I, I embrace the new technology and with the, there's good and there's bad. Sure. And the good thing is we were just talking about with, uh, well, he, yeah, yeah, he, he, uh, you got so much technology at your fingertips and, it, but, uh, even with all this new technology and all the stuff that's out there and cell phones and people that are, you know, digitally above everybody else, yeah. you know, whatever it is, the, the, the job of a musician or of an artist hasn't changed. It doesn't even involve anything that's digital. Yeah. Right. You make and it work for, we make it work for us. You make it work for you. you. It's sound an you... idea that comes out of your mm -hmm. head and that's still a gray area about yeah. what happens there, what's going on. Well, and your, your quote, your brilliant quote, it's all about the rhythm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it starts with the rhythm totally. and then the stories that are playing in your mind and how you translate them. And talk about, you know, with Drive-In and with the Real Cool Band, you're doing a lot or almost all the writing now or the the majority of the writing, which is new for you compared to Mother's Finest. And then you have your um, daughter, Tommy's uh, husband, who's adding a, a rap component to the lyrics. Talk uh, talk about that, Moses. Yeah. Also, Tommy sings uh, Space She's Cadet. amazing. Ah, yeah. Okay. And uh, she's only, the, and that's before Evie came along, or I think, or something around in mm. there, you know, one of the earlier things. Yeah. Tommy got on, she's got a beautiful voice. Very and talented. we had the song, okay. had been sitting around for 20 years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's a good one. Space Cadet, check it out, Tommy. Tommy Rocker, ah, she's a star. Look at that. Mm -hmm. I but I mean, uh, it's, it's um, you know, it's still the chase for the best melody and mm -hmm. the best the best uh, song that you can do because uh, that's where you get the most mileage from. That's, yeah. You relate to the people that's yeah. your friend and they'd love to be your friend if we you have, got something they're singing. With Zero, we have another genre entering, you know, with the funk rock and here comes a little bit of rap and it's so cool and relative to the music yeah. that... Um, when, when, you say the, when you say the Zero, you're talking about... Yes, Will George. Will George. Mm -hmm. yeah. Zero basement. Zero basement. Yeah. yeah, Will he has, George. So he has that's a rapper a, that's name. A, we know when you don't even use that word. Yeah, mm -hmm. gotcha. It's yeah. Zero basement. That's his, his core. It's yeah. like Poison what? Evie. Yeah. Yeah. She's Evie we... Johnson, you know, to the but normal person. Poison Evie. Yeah. Yeah. Poison yeah. Evie. And the real cool band, you know, you have the opportunity to be real cool. cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yes. I love. Well, talk about your creative process and how, you know, do you have a certain time of day? Do you, you know, do you, do you follow the, the morning pages model of writing so much in the early morning or is it... Random or uh, you know, no for fun. a long time for me, uh, uh, we've been together for fifty years in this other band with Mother's Finest, right? So I mean, and then during that time, there were times when we were busy the year round, and we stayed out on the road. The longest time I think was like seven, eight months, Jeez, and during which time my daughter was born, oh, and I missed it. Oh. You know, my wife still she beats me up every once in a while, just out of the blue. Yeah, for that, for that, good, good for you, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and she's right. I should have been there, and I right. feel guiltier than than uh, than anybody. Uh, right. It's the 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 thing about it is is that sometimes you know you you stay on like that, and when you realize it's killing you, yeah, you back off a little bit, and then you stay off the road. When we stay off the road. I do other things. I like to build cars and fabricate and weld and create. Still art a creative welding. process. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's just fun to me. I just like to do it and always have done it. Yeah. So I did that, and uh, uh, you know. While uh, 
while we were doing that, you know, I'd always, that would always kind of put, keep you grounded, yeah. you know? Uh, so you were, you were writing all throughout the, your time with Mother's Finest? Well, when you I, say writing, he's, it's all in here. Yeah. Okay. So, well, Evie can tell you, she's got a new one out. We got a new one that we're working on now called Broken Record. Okay. That Evie's kicked off and, and we started writing and okay. it's, uh, it's turning out to be just a wonderful thing. And it's another kind of mix of funk and rock yeah. and uh, and a bunch of other elements too. Yeah. And you hear Evie's beautiful voice on it. It's a really cool thing. You know, yeah. it's uh, everybody's trying to get it a thing. I, I want to encourage everybody to, mm-hmm. if anybody Contribute. can bring yeah, something to totally. the table. I mean, it you know. starts out like poetry. I'm not a songwriter, but, yeah. you know, I'm aspiring to be, yeah. you know, so... So uh, what's your process, Evie? How did that come about? Did it was an, I just have mm-hmm. lots of things that I've written. I've actually written down over the years, yeah. but as far as putting them into a song, I'm you know that's something else uh, at a completely different level that yeah. I've been learning. Yeah. So that's my mentor right there. Yeah. As far as and he takes as much time as we need to yeah. do it, and um, it's really cool. I think we can we we're going to do some cool things. Oh, together. I know we are. That's the we're thing about it is it, yeah. we're all in the same boat together, yeah. and we all we have we're trying to do and is to uh, realize what our actual goals are. Yeah. And the goal is, I mean, to be uh, producers of uh, of good music. music. Yeah. yeah. Good music, a good melody, a good beat, yeah. mm-hmm. a good three minutes worth of songs that people can, Couldn't you know, enjoy. that's how they take yes. music. That's yeah. how they've right, gotten it. Right, that's how they right. get it on the radio. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. That's how they get it from the friends, you know, yeah. even Beethoven, you know. They'll write a 20-minute thing, <laughs> yep. but two or three minutes of it will tell you the, what the melody yeah. is. And I think with the open-mindedness open mindedness of what you've given the band, as far as everyone participate, we're all recognizing our talents, and especially our talents as a group. Maybe, sadly, the days you know? of another thick as a brick are <laughs> probably not going to happen. Yeah. For no, those of not, you that don't know, go out and buy that album. It's a lot. Yeah. No, you're <laughs> not, it's not going to repeat, but something better is going to yeah, happen. Yeah, maybe. Maybe so. Oh, maybe no, it's so. not maybe. It's yeah. just the thing. I, these All those people that wrote those great songs that you love yeah. that just shows you that it's possible to do, to do it right again. now yeah. there are people that are writing more stuff trying to look for that one melody that's going to grab the next set of yeah. people that Little say porn. there's never anybody going to do it like that right. yeah you know good point moses well i think we ought to hear uh sometimes i feel oh, sometimes yeah. life, my life is going sometimes I... what do you think why he'd cue that up
on Ra the Vibe, Michael Litton, the last DJ. That's the real cool band. Sometimes oh, yeah. I feel, and again, as Neil Young said so succinctly and brilliantly, live music is better. So you definitely want to check out the real cool band. They're playing this, uh, or they're playing Friday, January 10th, 8 p.m. at the Tin Roof Cantina off of Briarcliff Road in Atlanta. And then on the 18th of January, they'll be at the Twister Tap Twisted. Oh, boy, that, uh, that right. fireball's got me. My tongue twisted. <laughs> it was just that Evie, you go ahead and say it. Twisted Tavern, uh, Buford, Georgia, Buford, January Georgia. 18th. Yeah, love it. Yes. Good, good. So two opportunities coming up. That was Sometimes I Feel off the uh, Real Cool Band's Drive-In album. And just have to, you know, I want to segue now that, um, you know, we've got, I mean, the time's just flying by. But have to go back to your roots a little bit, Moses, with uh, Mother's Finest. And, you know, in... 2011, September 16th, you guys were inducted into the Georgia Music Hall of Fame. What a huge, huge honor. And then you were also recognized with the Smithsonian. I mean, talk about, again, going back to your roots in Dayton, Ohio, and then becoming a part of this band that, you know, just becomes worldwide or worldwide known. I mean, that's got to be. Well, I think we were just around so long. You see, we, we, got, <laughs> we got to throw them something here. <laughs> Let's put him in the Hall of Fame, and we'll throw him in the Smithsonian. Well, you're being very modest, but what a what a big honor. I mean, there are a lot of great musicians coming well, out yeah, of Georgia. Yeah, it is. It really is, because I went, we, me and my wife uh, went to the, the Smithsonian, and we looked around to see what it was, and yeah. it's totally full of everybody that I love. I mean, yeah. Chuck Berry yeah, and yeah. Uh, Aretha Franklin and on and on and on and on and on. So you're a big company. It, I, yes. I, it was it was a beautiful thing, man. Nice. It made me cry. Yeah. You know, mm, it really so did. I mean, awesome. I'm I'm not worthy. You know, that's yeah. how I felt. Uh, it's it's it is a great thing, but you know, it's like anything else. You know, you can't be you, if, as soon as you like pat yourself on the back yeah. for what you do. <laughs> Rest on your laurels. Yeah, yeah, you totally stop any right. forward progression that there mm. is. So well, you, you know, the antithesis of that. I mean, again, fifty years. That's incredible. That's an incredible, incredible yeah. run. We were talking about it offline. You know, you're alive, eh? You know, upright, right. breathing, hey. <laughs> and in the same band, and then exploring yeah. new, you know, new music, and yes. then married to the same woman forty years in the music business. That is amazing. Those are all. It you is. Know, those are all. And well, then I mean, have. I, I just say if 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 you find a good thing, you should hang on yeah. to it because. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a pretty crappy world, yeah. you know. Yeah. There's always a war going on, yeah. and there's it's not just a a great place that you know. I don't want to be that much of a part of it. Yeah, I love passing through like this, and the, and the, and the, the the one thing that's beautiful about the world is that the ideas that God gives you, you yeah. know, the the beautiful melodies and songs and music, and that's totally okay. There's some of us still hanging on to that peace, love, and music uh, Woodstock <laughs> vision or the Monterey Pop Festival vision. Hang on with both hang on. Yeah, feel buddy. good about it. Yes. Well, I think uh, we, we're, the time is just flying by, but I think we got to hear a little fire from uh, Mother's <laughs> Finest. Great song. There's a guitar. And again, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this uh, this song reached number ninety three. What a what a huge honor! We uh, do of this the pop song singles. too in our sets. So, so nice. Mother's Finest fans, come on out. Yeah, yeah. They'll hear a combination. Yes. I love it. What, Raheed, what do you think? We'll cue up a little bit of fire. <laughs>
Mother's Finest. Fire off. Mother's Finest. 1972, I believe, right? Mm, uh, that's probably 1975 five. or six. Wow. Yeah. And you, you guys got three gold records. Or is, do I have at least three gold records? Maybe I do not know. Don't. <laughs> you're, too, you're too modest. Well, it says in the bio somewhere, three mm. gold records. Yeah, so. <laughs> Let me ask my manager. He what doesn't do read think? the news. Tara, is that right? Three? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, it's going to, you heard it on Ride the Vibe. <laughs> so How much of this work? Can I sell one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so people, you can still go out and download and buy that fire, you know? That's a great yeah, song. Buy that, get, fire. buy that fire. Get, get just a fireball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes up. with your fireball get while you're sitting back listening to this podcast. For sure. Like Jim down at the <laughs> yeah. package yeah. store. Jim no, Bob that Jones. would be uh, Keith Lofton at the wine store. <laughs> Keith at the wine store. <laughs> I got to give you your, <laughs> give you your uh, cheat sheet. I need a cue. <laughs> you need a cue. <laughs> so talk about, you're in Dayton, Ohio, and talk about meeting Joyce, baby Gene Kennedy, and uh, Glenn Doc Murdoch. Oh, well, we were playing. I was... Um, I think 16 years old when we met. Jeez. And, uh, and I was playing at a nightclub, and uh, you had to be 18 to play in there. <laughs> so it was like a hush-hush kind of thing. Yeah. As I was with my little 16-year-old butt, yeah. playing guitar on the thing, and everybody was getting drunk as they could possibly get yeah. in this club. And we were, you know, playing the dance sets, you know. And Joyce and Glenn were hired to play the show sets. Okay. And what they did was... Same did, club. So they would come on club, after you Right guys. after we placed our yeah. dance set, their show set was starting. That meant that you took the microphones and put them out on the dance floor and everybody sat down. Uh, and uh, and they would sing standards. Like Joyce okay. would come out in a big white flowing white gown and Murdoch would be in a tuxedo and they'd be Donnie and Marie. Oh, no yeah. way. Yeah, oh pat the old gosh. guys on their head. If I had a hammer, oh my I'd gosh. hammer in the morning. <laughs> And uh, that's what they did. And they yeah. were tired of it because they'd just gotten back from Taiwan for like two or three months. Somebody said, oh, you guys can do that? Come on over. And they didn't know what they were doing. They just said yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they got over there and uh, they didn't know anything. They, they didn't have any sheet music. And that's what they desperately needed to get a band to play with them. Right. And that they had to like fake their way through it, you know. But they made it through. Yeah. They did all these gigs. And then they came back to, uh, plus got some really good pot while they were over there. <laughs> And in, in, in doing that, this is like 1969. Some tie stick, perhaps? <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> but that's what they wanted to do. You right. know, they wanted to be free. They wanted to be the hippie generation yeah. and, uh, and and have a band that um, that uh, was free like that. Now, rock they band. They're not from Dayton, no? No, they're, they're from Chicago, Chicago, but they were okay. passing through Dayton. True. Gotcha. And I was okay. playing in this club. So yeah. we met. I saw them that week, and they saw me that week. Yeah. And at the end of that week, they were just fed up enough. They just said, well, screw it. We're going to put a band together and play next week in the club on the dance sets. Wow. And uh, so they did. And me and Joyce and Glenn yeah. and then um, John McIver, the bass player that was floating around, was a wonderful bass player and a drummer from our band. Um, got together, and uh, that was the nucleus. That was the first beginning. Some others find us. Great story. And we I played. Uh, and you were, and you had the choice of staying in Dayton and uh, working in some auto factory or tire mm -hmm. factory, or heading down to Miami with them. As I oh, understand, yeah, that's what it was. Because I mean, Dayton at the time um, had very blue collar, big factories there, yeah. and that's what employed the whole city. Right, had right. Frigidaire, sure, uh, NCR, National Cash Register, yeah, uh, yeah. a couple other gigantic. Companies that yeah. kept seven or eight thousand people. Busy. So that was what was staring you in the face, literally. Right, or, you can get oh, that. Oh, Miami and play rock and or funk music. Right, I said goodbye. Yeah, bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>
But that's what happened to him. Yeah. I mean, they got it together. We played that week in the club. Yeah. And with Joyce and Glenn singing, and uh, I'm playing guitar, and we learned four or five songs to be able to play a set. Yeah. And we just did that set two times a night. Oh, but, I mean, it was higher. It was a good half hour of it. Yeah. And by the time we finished that, everybody was standing on their tables and stuff during the dance set. So Sly and, the, and Family Stone were big influence on Joyce. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Sly and Hendrix and, you know, all the rock players. That's yeah. what they wanted to be like. That, they emulate, you know, they wanted to be on the, they didn't want to be uh, Donnie Marie. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. And, <laughs> and that's when you look at them, from. it's kind of incongruent to go, hmm, really? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's just, you know, the duo like that too. And yeah. the television show and right. tell a joke and have yeah. a straight man. And, yeah. And that kind of thing. And that that's what they were headed for if they kept on doing it. That's the only thing that could have led them. And then Mothers got to open four slides. I understand. Is that right? Oh, yeah, we did two or three times. Times. Yeah. Toured with them or just were in situations where you could open yeah, them? Or just tours, uh, sporadic gigs, not yeah. like any two or three gigs in a row, but yeah. three or four times, you know, throughout our career we did it. And How was that? I saw Sly at his Man, best amazing. and worst. Oh, you know, yeah. yeah. One yeah. of my, you know, I date myself a little bit. I'm living out in uh, California, Northern California. And buy first uh, eight tracks. So this is back, you know, it really, it. really goes back. Oh, yeah. But it was uh, Creedence Clearwater, Willie and the Poor Boys, and Sly and the Family Stones. Mm. Greatest hits mm. were my first yeah. two purchases as a 13-year-old. Yeah. It's, it's iconic what y'all did. Y'all, I mean, y'all three. Y'all really, the perseverance and, and to get the music like you wanted it yeah. and just to keep, keep going at those two shows a night or whatever you were doing for the dance sets. It's a it's it's a great. Story. We just we I mean we didn't listen to the radio. We went right straight to what we liked. Yeah, and, and, and that was like Sly because he was doing acid and yeah. you know and 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 was just you know exciting. Yeah, thousands Fun. of people at the same time. Yeah, and bringing the house the pandemonium. You know, it was all attractive. Uh, yeah. The way he would just be so flash. You know, flamboyant. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Those, his, those hats. his hair was beautiful and his uh, oh, yeah. his clothes were beautiful and his sparkly little things and he looked great from a hundred yeah. feet. You know, and it was just things that made you. Uh, I idolize. I want to do that. Well, yeah. I think we got to. I think we we need to hear a song because we're we're just blown by this time. The hours just flying by. I'd like to cue up. I don't mind. And this was written by you. Yeah, yeah. I think it was going to be on this last album, Driving, that we did as yeah. a real cool band. Yep. Uh, but uh, Murdoch heard it and liked it, and yeah. uh, so we started working on it like that, and it ended up being on the album. And it ended up being on uh, Mother's Finest, Goody Two Shoes. And the, and the Filthy Beast, beast right, released yeah. in 2015, somewhere in there. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So how about it, Wahid? Let's hear a uh, cue up, I Don't Mind. Great Not tune. in its entirety, though. <laughs> yeah, great tune. Did she love me? Oh, I still don't know. I told her to hold on. But she let me go. She broke my heart to teach me Devastation is complete But I don't mind Did she love me? The question for all time Cause she know I Could not make her mind She thought that she was free When she broke my heart to
you are back on Ride the Vibe. The time has just flown by. We don't have uh, too much more to, to uh, be able to chat, but that was I Don't Mind by uh, written by Moses Mo, who's in the studi- studio here with E.V. Johnson. And that was a, uh, a Zero Basement song that uh, I, I collaborated on. Between most of the songs you're doing, we split between me and him yeah. and uh, or me and E.V. or yeah. like whoever writes the, the section of the song. And that was one that he had the original idea. Then I came in and wrote, uh, verses and a chorus and put words to it to try to make it a, a song and not a rap. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's what we're doing. We're, we, we're collaborating like that, and that's turned out to be a really good thing. And when folks come out to see you at the uh, Tin Roof Cantina coming up on January 10th, yeah. they're going to hear a combination of songs from the Real Cool Band, and then you're going to throw in for those Mother's Finest yeah, we'll fans. we'll have a couple. Yeah. Uh, so we never songs. can't tell whatever yeah. we feel yeah. like yeah. playing, Ooh. but yeah. I mean, we'll put in stuff. We like you, you can't go in front of a, a cold crowd and play all original music and yeah. expect yeah. anybody to even understand what you're doing. So we try to offset it. We put things in that people relate to. So it. they're listening and they say, yeah, I think I like that. I think I like that. And then you go, mm-hmm. nah, 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 <laughs> nah, nah. Say, Oh, I know. I, I like do that. know that one. <laughs> yeah. And that, you know, that's what they need is a yeah. little uh, Reference handle, point. You know? Yes, definitely. So is it true? Is it true that Mother's Finest put the hot in hot Atlanta? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's what I, I, I read that in the, in the right. I love that. Sure. We have a, a they, we gave us a Mother's Finest day, oh, but I don't think God. it's once a year. It was just that day. <laughs> yeah. 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 But Mayor, uh, uh, Maynard Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Uh, he did it. And Andrew Young was there. And yeah. uh, got the key to the city, right? Huh? You got yeah, the key, got to, the key city. to the city. What's, uh, what's, uh, what? Where's the door that we go in on that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the vault. <laughs> right. And who, who, so who branded Hotline? Was that you all or did Atlanta kind of, you know, how did that come about? Or do you? Well, we, our brand is more on funk rock Georgia. Yeah. yeah. And because that hung with a lot of people too. And we, right. we used to, Murdoch used to say that when we start off a show. Yeah. Live from funk rock. Before they turn the lights off, nobody okay. would see. He'd go to his announcer mode, turn around, live from Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> And turn around and say, oh, where's that voice coming from? Yeah. And then he would turn around, thank you very much. <laughs> Tear the roof off the sucker. Yeah, it was great, you know. That That's cool. Funk, uh, rock, that Georgia. Is. So we, we are uh, out of time here, but parting thoughts, and I'll start with uh, Eva, words of wisdom, advice for aspiring musicians. I mean, you're a testimony to perseverance and following your I, dream. I did and, get a late start. I sure did, yeah. But now you're realizing your dream. Totally. I'm I, like I said. I'm very blessed, yeah. and um, I do have to work at it. I, it wasn't just given to me, you right. know. So, right. Um, but I'm all willing to do that. Yeah. I love it. I, yeah. Maybe such happy. a hard worker, though. It's yeah. easy for her. I mean, she makes it look easy. Yeah. Uh, you know, but but she is is you know works harder than any two men I know. Back to your uh, <laughs> Thomas Edison quote: one percent inspiration, ninety nine percent perspiration. Absolutely. Yeah. So she, she understands that. that, and she goes right yeah. for it. You yeah. know, she's yeah. not a slacker. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, uh, people are often looking for the easy way yeah. out, and there isn't. Any, I mean, you really have to Mm-mm. put work into it. Oh no, I mean, that's no a piece of advice, yeah. isn't Moses? No one yeah. gets out alive. I love mm. it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I recognize that quote somewhere. I think that was Jim Morrison, maybe. <laughs> that guy was good. <laughs> well, the, the time has just flown by with Moses Mo, Easy Johnson. Get out and see them at the Cantina Tin Roof, 8 o'clock. This Friday. Friday the 10th. And then you can also check them out at the Twister Tavern on the 18th. Michael Litton, the last DJ, playing what he wants to play, saying what he wants to say, and in this case, playing the real cool band. We're out of here. Uh, thank you, Michael. You guys are welcome. Awesome. Better get her done, son, because the hour is grown.
Thanks to 